0: Here's a space, a space so powerful it allows an ordinary fan to share a chair with the owner of a team, a platform where supporters understand intricate details of players' rights, a setting that bridges the gap between the dressing room and the grandstand, a space where tactics meet opinion, transfer news meet gossip, and the VAR system meets social media, a space for the football tribe. Le Coco.
1: La Space. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to yet another edition of Le La Spacey. It is a beautiful Tuesday evening, and this evening I'll be hosting a man in charge of the house uh, like no other. Uh, we, we might call him, some of us know him as the celebrity referee, Uh, Some know him as Mr. GP, but uh, I prefer to call him Mr. Gomes. And with that said, rules of engagement is that we can ask him any question except decisions on the field, which is fair because uh, it's it's only fair that we we profile him, find out exactly the kind of man he is, what makes him tick on and off the field. Yes, we will discuss the AFCON. Yes, we will discuss how he came about to become a referee. And yeah, I'm looking forward to have fun. I've got Mr. Gomes on the other line, so don't be alarmed if you don't see his profile on, on, on Twitter because technology tends to dribble these guys. That's why they were reluctant to bring in VAR. Mr. Gomes, welcome to to my space.
2: Uh, very good evening, thank you, it's my honour and privilege so to be on your show, I'm excited and uh, yeah, you said let's get uh, the order of the house, it's business, I'm ready for you <laughs>
1: And, and I'd, I'd really like to thank you for taking your time and, and, and honouring this I mean, you, you're you available and you're one with the people and you're always willing to to teach us especially the, the layperson that, that's on the ground and that doesn't understand the rules of the game and I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you very much for making time for us
2: no, no, once again it's my honour and privilege to be on the show, but uh, it's also my duty and as a football servant, it's my duty to educate the nation in terms of the laws of the game and uh, we, we are football-loving servants, so the more people understand football, the better it is for everybody, we can get some synergy
1: and, and at the end of the day football will be the winner. Yeah, football should be the winner. Um, Let me just start on a lighter note, you know. Uh, Just to put the rules of engagement out there, I know our space usually is an hour and and a half, but I could only manage to get Mr. Gomes for an hour because uh, he has other commitment and which is fair. I'm looking to milk as much as I possibly can from this engagement. So let's get it started. So I'm going to open the request line from half past eight and then you may pose your questions. Remember, nothing regarding decisions on the field of play uh, you may ask him anything that you want to ask him, besides decisions on the field of play, which is his work, and we're not going to be discussing that, and that's fine. So, Mr. Gomes, uh, it's it's, very, it's well documented that you could not play football growing up, or it wasn't one of your strong points.
0: How true it is this? Um, that one is spot on, two hundred
2: percent, hundred percent true. I was terrible as a player, but uh, you know, I started at a young age, at around uh, under twelve already. I used to play. And I uh, went through to about under 14s, and then I, at training I used to beg my coach to please let me rest because I was horrible. As a, I used to play in the right defence, so that's where my my passion for refereeing
1: started. All right, we'll talk about the passion for refereeing. Uh, I just wanna I just wanna ask you something because I've always wondered. I know you 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 of of Portuguese descent, and a lot of the, there's this tradition with the Portuguese players, more especially from Brazil they would use their nickname instead of their full names so should it have happened that your talent was more on the playing field instead of the whistle what 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 was going to be written on at the back of your shirt this is a difficult one <laughs> uh,
2: a, you know actually i maybe from my brother's side you know my brother he's a very good football player i'm the son of four yeah. And uh, football, obviously, from being a Portuguese uh, culture, football is ingrained in us from from young. Yeah. And my brother, my brother's name on his shirt is Chappie's, but I think he's he's a because he always puts the ball dribble through the veins. I think mine would be the receiver of the Shibobo. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
1: so, so we can say your brother is, whether it be indirectly or directly, responsible for you to finally p- picking up the whistle instead of the the, the pigskin.
2: Yeah, I think my mother and father gave up on me. They knew I was
1: the only one in the family who could not play football. <laughs> All right. So we we will talk about you know what what it is that makes you take as a as a footballer as a referee, and you you know being a disciplinarian. And I want to touch on that element outside the field of play. Are you as firm as you are in the field of play?
2: Um. I, I, I can't take this question, um, I can't give you a light answer on this question, but I think on a serious note, uh, I think it's my personality, uh, I, yes, I'm a, I'm a free spirit and I enjoy having a good talk and whatnot, but you know, I also am a businessman and and I, and I think you, I always tell people, you can't be a referee on the field of play only, uh, you don't want to see Gomez at a tavern on a Friday night drinking and, you know, behaving mm-hmm. like nonsense. And then you know, on Saturday, you expect to respect me when I'm when I'm officiating a big match. Mm. So being a referee, not only on the field of play, it's a lifestyle. And I believe that I, I use it. I mean, sometimes I talk with my staff and I talk and I refer to, to, to football terminology in a in work environment. And and I think it's just ingrained in me, and it's my personality. So I think, yeah, it, 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 it's inside <laughs> of you, it's a nature, it's a... Because refereeing is a lifelong commitment, so I think, yeah, it's my lifestyle. I think, let me put it that way, it's my lifestyle. Let,
1: let, let's bring it home a bit. I, I want to bring it home because you have friends, uh, you have family, you have loved ones. And the one common factor uh, among people is that they have a football team that they support. Do you sometimes get funny looks when you invited at prize or gatherings, when you've given an unfavorable decision to the teams that people support.
2: No, you see, what happens with me, I I become the neutral person because I always sit at the back. Mm -hmm. And then whenever there's a decision, they all look at me and say, "Okay, can you explain this to us? What's going on here? Because now we are confused. So that's what normally happens with
1: me. Right. And and, and you came into refereeing in 2011. Um, It was an era where a lot of referees were teachers... A lot of referees had 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 a career that is, that was school orientated and, dis, and discipline disciplining other human beings. You were very young when you got in, and what what I mean, it must have been hard getting in. I just want to find out the journey in terms of you getting in because 2011 to now, there's that's quite a huge uh, you know it's a huge gap, and and you you were young, and you know we all know in SA, young people are never given talent. They're being questioned whether they know what they're doing or not. Was it easier
2: Yeah, 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 you highlight a very important point. So just uh, just to make sure, I started my international career in 2011 and then in 2008 is when I got onto the PSL panel. So yeah, with my age, it was always a challenge. uh, Even refereeing in in the NFA, our local football association, it was always a challenge because it was this young boy against, you know, older guys and I actually stole my discipline then. The one thing that I've always aimed for is consistency. Um, I guess it's part of who I was back then and who I am today. I mean, I remember doing the NFL and saying, "Hey, this guy likes to give red cards; he likes to give yellow cards." And I think uh, among, along the years, it's always it's been who I am and the style. I think maybe it was more my style of of officiating. Um, so yeah, it, it, you know, I had to start from the beginning and it was more difficult back then because they didn't know who Gomez was mm. and you know, when I came to a field, they, they, okay, who is this young guy? And then all the players, they will tell you, they test the referee because nowadays the uh, are part of football and the the football style is, is revolved around refereeing as well. I mean, I've said it previously, I joked when I said, referee is like, a referee is like a DJ. When he plays that song, you have to dance to that yeah, song. So, it's like that, you know, and, and that was the challenge, right really. Nobody knew how I and I had to, to come and work my way up. Mm, and
1: and do you feel that because you came in being young and you came in being and I'll, I'll use I'll use it loosely, inverted commas, disrespected? Because who are you? Who do you think you are? Um, did it then kind of mold you in becoming the disciplinarian that you are now, and uh, the no 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 nonsense approach that you that we see today?
2: Uh, I think I'm always. Sometimes I ask myself this question I don't know if it was I was too stupid Or maybe too stubborn mm. But I just say, Hang on This is my style And I'm speaking to my style And I'm going with my style And in, in my life I've always been like that I'm stubborn When I get something in my head There's no turning back And I think I just applied my style And it's been And really If you analyze my My, my history of my rep You'll see that it's been very consistent that's what I believe. Not
1: true story. And, and and you know sometimes our characters as people they could work in our favor and against us. Do you feel that there were instances where your stubbornness worked against you, especially being a, ref, a referee, like where you were set, you had set everything in stone, and said, "This is the decision that I'm taking." And you look at it maybe a uh, post match, and then you then question the people, question that decision that you took.
2: Yeah. um, Let me put it this way. You know, back then I was still very young and immature in the sense of football, in the in the sense of football world. So I had to find myself. I had to find uh, some sort of synergy where I could say, "Okay, this is Gomez, and this is what we're going to do going forward." And yes, I've made many errors of judgment. But sometimes you say, okay, I I made a mistake here, I can improve on this, you know? Mm -hmm. And you start to mold. One thing that I struggled with when I started refereeing was finding grace. Now, Jerome will tell you that i looked up to Jerome for many years and he's been one of my mentors among many who have helped me along my journey. But Jerome always said to me, you need to find some grace. Because back then when I started, excuse me, I only used to see black and white. And when we say black and white, I mean like it's either, it's either a foul or it's not a foul. And in terms of football terminology, you, you can find some space sometimes in between to say, okay, play on, for example. So that's where I struggled because for me it was either daylight or nighttime. And we had that distinct. And now, as I've grown and matured in refereeing, I've found that there's some gray. And sometimes you can find gray and it helps you in your match.
1: And, and I appreciate the fact that you're mentioning gray. Because um, as, as much as we know you to be strict and you know, have this stringent approach, we kind of seen you mellow down uh, uh, throughout, like in the latter years. Yes, you're still firm, but now you more reasonable, I might add. Is, is, is it something that you've noticed or is it us, the people who are monitoring you, only noticing?
2: Um, it's a give and take. There's a compromise. And I think it's got to do with tolerance level. But you will find that I do not, there are certain things I will not tolerate and I've never tolerated. So that bar has never changed. However, in other instances, I also find that players are more respectful and players now maybe understand me better. And then from my side, I feel I've also matured and understood at a different level. Because one thing that people don't understand is that. The, th- the most difficult part for you as a referee, when you become an international referee, is that there's this perception of a style of refereeing in Africa, and then there's a perception of a style of refereeing in the PSL, mm. and then there's a perception of style of refereeing in your local football. So there's different levels, should we say, for want of a better explanation. There's different levels. And you need to try and find a synergy between all those levels. And then once people start to understand, hey, but hang on, because... You know, I'll take you back to, not to discuss decisions on the field, but I'll take you back to a few years ago, when there was these penalties, after penalty, after penalty, I'll never forget, it was the time where I gave five penalties in one match, and before that I gave two, and the week after that I gave three. And now I look at it and I say, but hang on, that is what VAR is doing now every week? (laughs) It's what we are getting every week now with VAR. Nobody's no longer talking about five, four, three, we are getting it regularly. I mean, we see it in La Liga. We see it in other leagues. So, I'm happy. Because now people are starting to understand. Penalty is a penalty. Foul is a foul. throwing is a throwing. It doesn't matter how many. Now when you start to analyse, you say, hey man, that's what VAR is doing. It's either penalty or not penalty. Finish. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I think that... Uh, uh, explains the, the maturity in refereeing. I, I hope that clarifies
1: it. It clarifies. It put clarity a lot. While we're on that matter of, cl- of clarity, uh, I'd like to put it out there, guys. Please, you're more than welcome to request at half past eight. Uh, we're only going to have Mr. Gomes for an hour. Half past eight, you're more than welcome to request questions relating to his journey, questions relating to his profile, but not related to the res- the results there of, of what's happening in the field of play. So, we're not going to touch that. Decisions that he has made are decisions that he has made. They cannot be changed. It will be a futile exercise. And he's, this is not a panel, this is just a platform to celebrate one of the greatest uh, referees we have in the continent. So, Mr. Gomes, I'm going to ask you now. You mentioned something about players now understanding your style. Uh, and there's one player that, well, two players that come in mind, but let me start with one on a lighter note. Uh, your relationship with Kabuza. With uh, <laughs> how, 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 how do you find that? Because like, it, 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 it provides a bit of some comic relief, you know, in a situation where it's tense. So do you guys get along?
2: Let me start off by saying this. Uh, as a football referee, mm. it is my one of my biggest honors and privileges is to, have, to be able to officiate in this continent and in this Premier League that we have with the PSR with the top players around, I want to say, around the world. We have really professional players in our league and in our continent. And these guys, they make me who I am today. Because it's without the players, there is no referee. Yes, we know there's no game without the referee, but without the referee and without players, there's no referee. So, they teach you. They, the higher they, The higher they play, the more we need to improve and we need to give up the game. And what people tend to forget is that they think that the referee is, uh, how how can I say this, uh, that we are the enemy. We are not the number one enemy here. Mm-hmm. We are footballers. We enjoy this game. I mean, when the players, Shibogo is the last player inside, we are thinking, hey, you know, this is stupid. We enjoy this. <laughs> it's, it's part of football. It's part of our passion. I mean, I, I'm a referee because I love football. Mm-hmm. I, I love refereeing. And when you get players like this, who then come closer to you because they understand your style. And you know, this has been for many years. If, if you just analyze my games, you will see that I'm joking with most of the players. And if they respect me, I respect them back. And if, I mean, at the end of the day, the show's not about me, it's about the players. And if they respect that, then I can, I'm there. I also want I'm just like an orchestra. I need to compose. I'm just composing the, the show and they must go on with the show. I must just make sure that it is within the laws of the game. And you know, when the players start to respect you more, you build relationships with these players. And, uh, and this guy, you know, he's crazy sometimes. He comes yeah. up with some,
1: some, some, these... Sometimes, you, know. you say. Sometimes. You
2: no, know, only, only sometimes. I, <laughs> I, I I, remember his last video that he did uh, when he was thinking December, in December, the, was in the channel. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had to go back to a, vid- uh, a video that he did in the TELCOM match. I think it was a telecom final or MTN final, I can't remember. It was a few years ago mm-hmm. and he was on the, he was on the ground uh, and I tried to pick him up. Then what he did, he pulled me down to the ground and I still <laughs> pushed my hand at him and I said, oh, get up yourself now. <laughs> so yeah, I a relationship, it's a rapport, it's business. We are there, it's business. It's like you go to work every day, you talk to everybody on your way out to your office. You talk to the cleaning lady. You talk to the coffee lady. You,
1: you talk to the staff next door. It's business. And you know, I, I like how you talk about the the PSR, and I can feel uh, some sense of a warmth in your voice, and and and, and it, it, it 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 gives me it gives me pleasure because I know that uh, the 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 league is in good hands in terms of somebody that's 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 playing the mediator, and I'm. With that said, let me ask you now, you, you've you you've noticed the league improve or deteriorate since 2008. What would your opinion be in terms of the quality of football in the country?
2: You know, before I go on, I want to tell you something. I speak from the heart. Mm. When I do these interviews and I've been blessed with the media that we have in our country, I, there's only one thing, I speak from the heart. Mm. So I'm glad to hear that you, I'm excited to be on your show and I'm happy to send a message out to, to listeners because sometimes they perceive you to be someone who you're not or they perceive you to be something that you're not in terms of your question um, I'm very honoured to, to be proud of an association called SAFA and I'm even honoured to be proud of a member uh, PSL and thanks to its executive committee for allowing us. not many people know that the PSL is one of the top I think it's 10 or 11 in the world brand, football brands in the world People don't understand this thing. It's, it's such an honor to be part of such an association in such a, a Premier League that really, I mean, you can see the improvement. We are improving all the time. We're coming up with latest, latest innovations. I mean, we were the first, uh, I stand to be corrected, but we were the first Premier League to have the football bubble. Many many, many other sports in code learned from our PSL bubble. So that speaks, that speaks a million words.
1: It does it does and and, and you know because I I've always said to the people that re- regularly comes to the show and I've always said look we we, we we might have this perception that we're not we're not a great league but we we can set us and we're not we're not afraid afraid to take risks it's just a matter of packaging this whole thing tweaking a bit here and there and we we might be one of the best in the world.
2: There's always space for improvement, because the day you think that you are the best, that is the day that you fail, that is really where you're going to fail. Yes, there is always space, but there is also the way we look at things. We always look at things, we tend as South Africans to look at things in a negative light. Mm. Where sometimes we should be looking at it in a positive light and saying, hang on, the glass is empty, not the half empty. Mm. Um, This is my perception and it's my view on life. And when it comes to my country, I, I, anyone who knows me, knows me very well. I am a very proud South African. Yes, I have Portuguese heritage, but I am a proud South African. I, I said in my other interview the other day, I, I, every house that I've had, I've always had a South African flag outside my house. Mm. And when people talk negative about our country, I often, uh, can I see your passport? Which country did mm-hmm. you travel to? And, and, and then people keep quiet because they realize that I mean business. So... Again, I stand for SAFA, I stand for I stand for FIFA, I stand for PSL. We need to just change our perception. Yes, there is things to improve, but that's, that's life. We will always need to improve things and we make errors of judgment somehow, but we are working on these things and we need to just keep working. And
1: uh, there's, there's a question that just came in into my WhatsApps and that your love for Isuzu. Yes, is... where will convert.
2: Hesh, you know, uh, this thing is just the nature of, of languages. I, sometimes my dream seems to be quite strong. My vernacular I'm working on you general. Hmm. But uh, it started with Mashangan, You know, Wabula Hula, Yestri Vashlova. So I thought a little bit. Uh, it helped me <laughs> along the process. So, yeah, languages is... I've got a bit of a love for languages. I wish to work more into the age, But it's also helped me uh, in refereeing. Uh, I'll, I'll take you back to a funny story. I was refereeing back then, it used to be called the Vodacom League,
0: yeah. it's as we were
2: coming up the ranks. And uh, it was a corner kick. I awarded a corner kick. And uh, the one guy said to the other players, like, it was a quiet moment. It was one of those moments. Mm. And the guy turned around and said, ah, no referee, Agula. <laughs> so I called him and I gave him a yellow card and I said, Agula. And the whole team started laughing. And, you know, just from there, it just grew on.
1: No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that your love for languages uh, grows and I hope you get to learn as many languages as possible. It's, it makes life easier and it, it, it makes communicating with players on their level a whole lot easier. If you've just joined the space, the space will end at, at 9 p.m. You're more than welcome to send us a WhatsApp on 0659253972. That's 0659253972. Send us a 30-second voice note. Otherwise, you're more than welcome to start requesting. I'll take, uh, the line is open now. We're talking to Mr. Gomes. Nothing regarding his decisions. So we're not going to be discussing the decisions. We'll be discussing the profile. Anything that you've always wanted to know. If he has a vendetta against somebody, yes, you're more than welcome to ask that. If if, if you think that uh, he, he's biased towards uh, other teams, you're more than welcome to ask that. But decisions is something that we're not going to be taking. And yeah, I'd like I'd like to welcome the people that have just joined in. And say, welcome to the space, welcome to the Coca Cola space. Put your questions as well on the timeline. Let's engage regarding that. Mr. gomsh um, let's let's now talk about the being the referee and then and, and being ready. We see stats on a regular stats are being thrown around. Player X has covered so many kilometers, player Y has covered so many kilometers. But I mean I look at one constant player and I I use the term loosely player, um, that but that's the referee that's always running. And have, do you have stats for referees? On, on average, how many kilometers do you cover per match?
2: Okay, as you talk, I'm just opening up my Polar and... Just give me a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm opening okay. up my Polar, so let me explain to you while I'm busy opening up. Yeah. Excuse me, so a Polar is a watch that we use, and what happens is um, it, it tracks everything that we do, uh, from movements to calories, uh, burned, everything. So I'm going to open up the stats of the final and I'm going to give you some stats. Mm. So on the final, I travel, I did a distance of 13.9C, that is basically 14 kilometers. Mm. My average uh, heart rate was 139. My calories that I burned is 2160. <laughs> so if you if you into the fundies of uh, calories, you will know that it's almost equivalent to burning uh, 2 kilos of, uh, of 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 weight. Yeah. Uh, 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 60 beats per minute, uh, 186 BPM, highest strength or maximum. 42 percent fat burn. 3.6 was my average speed, and my highest speed was 25.7. And then if I showed you the image, uh, it looks like uh, a child has scribbled all over a piece of paper, and my movement is over. You're Your heat yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, most play a top player will do about eight, nine kilometers per match. Mm. A player, a referee does nothing less than eleven kilometers on a match. Um, mm. And you know, I always say to people, it's not only the eleven kilometers; it's the constant pressure on your mind to make the correct decisions to be at the right place at the right time um that also affects it so i think that really plays a big part
1: in, in, in fitness all right uh we've got requests uh, i've accepted these are the only two requests that i have at at this present moment, you're more than welcome to request and ask questions. Yes, we will touch on the AFCON. Obviously we will touch on the AFCON. We will touch on, on, on Mo Salah, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, but for now, you're more than welcome to request and ask your questions. uh, Farelo? uh,
0: uh Evening, Cox. Uh, evening, Mr. Gomes. How are you?
2: I'm brand new second How are you,
0: sir? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. Uh, and evening to everyone who's on the space. Um uh, firstly let me uh, 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 thank you for for the wonderful uh, wonderful job that you are doing um in, in South Africa and out of uh, South Africa you are representing us uh, very well. Um I wanted to touch on the issue of the AFCON, but then since Cox uh, said you touch on it I'm just going to ask a different question. Um can you explain your relationship uh with um Simani? Uh, uh, that's the first question and the other question is <laughs> 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 and the other question is, uh, if if they they you say choose two teams that you want to 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 uh, to to uh, referee uh, and uh, 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 in all, all over the world, which two teams are you going to choose, and why are you saying you're going to choose those teams, and which stadium will you choose to 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 the match to be played on? Okay, very
2: good question. They you studied. Here, so you 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 thought of some good questions. Now you make me think. Okay, so let me uh, describe my relationship with Mr. Mutimani. Mr. Mutimani, I have uh, the highest of respect for. As I said previously before, uh, it's my privilege to work with all these players and also official, even administrators. Um, Peter and I have a very good relationship. I know that some media people have previously put some, you know, they cast some aspersions, as they the say in English correctly. Correctly. So I have a good relationship with Pitu. He's a top coach in Africa, he's a top coach in our country. Uh, there's nothing much says. He's got his job to do, I've got my job to do. And uh, we respect one another and many times we share ideas with each other. He can help you with ideas, I can help you with ideas in terms of refereeing. You uh, can ask me a question on laws of the game. So really, I think that sometimes people portray the wrong thing. It's what I started this um, interview people portray certain things. So yeah, I have a very good relationship. I have a very good relationship with all the other coaches. Um, I have a job and they have their job. It's, it's simple, it's business. That's what I said to you earlier. Um, Refereeing two teams, if I had to choose two teams, then where would I choose? Nobody ever asked me that. And now that you ask, you may me think. And off the cuff and from the heart, I think I'd love to referee a, a South Africa the Bafana Bofana versus Portugal game. That would be interesting. And and I think I'd love to wrestle in my mother's and father's home country, Madeira. You know, I come from a little island called Madeira. Um, in fact, I've actually been invited to go and officiate a the match there. I will be going there in June to officiate the match at a team called Maritimo. So, yeah, I would like to wrestle in Bafana Bofana versus Portugal in the island of Madeira. All
1: right. Um... Kumo, we had you as a as a requester. You've faded away. More than welcome to request and ask questions. And yeah, you you guys have been always asking for Mr. Gomes, and I bring him here now. Concrete, ah, Mr. Gomes. We have keyboard warriors here, but anyway, <laughs> let, let let's move on. Uh, I'm going to ask you with, with regards to the Afcon. Uh, let's let's take it to the Afcon. Uh, I don't want to end this interview without giving it enough opportunity or enough you know enough coverage. Because you being in the AFCON, being called in the tournament, is a huge feat on its own. Yes, you've you've wrapped you've, you've in the World Cup, and I know that's the biggest stage. But but when you got the call this time around, was it any different? Because I'm also looking at the fact that this AFCON was hanging by a threat. There was a huge possibility of it not happening.
2: Yeah, this AFCON was, um, for me, it was a big target. I had a goal, I had an objective. I was determined on this AFCON, because in Egypt, I think... Uh, We did very well also, and I didn't take the final in Egypt, but uh, in this one, I was determined to to do well, and I was prepared. um, Our big manager at FIFA always talks about uh, being prepared and waiting for anything that can come your way. And our big manager at camp has always encouraged us to fight for what we believe in, to go and get what we need. So I was really, I think I was mentally well prepared. I was physically well prepared. And not only that, I had the right team. Zakele helped me a lot in our second assistant, so I went there in the right frame of mind. And unfortunately, I was was prepared for everything, but I was not prepared for the loss of my father in law. Uh, A week before the tournament started, I lost my father in law. Mm. And we had to make some decisions uh, going into the tournament. And um, at the end of the day, God was in control. And uh, we came out victorious and the rest is
1: history. Right. Uh, With you sharing those sad news, I think this this would be an ideal (laughs) opportunity. Not ideal, obviously, because you've lost your father-in-law. But I think we need to take a moment, a moment of silence. Ten seconds, to be precise, and in remembrance of your father-in-law. Are you comfortable Uh with that?
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: May his soul rest in peace. And thank you very much. We, yeah, we we don't have any questions now, so I'm gonna carry on with the questions that I've been asking him. Um, I hope you've lear- you're learning as much as possible because I know I'm getting a different side of the man. Uh, I always thought that you know he's 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 this hard-headed human being that doesn't want to listen to anyone, but uh, he has the final word. But I can I can sense a bit of a softy in his voice and and the way he's
2: nyana bridge not too much talk here that's nyana that's the <laughs> all right we have a Timmy
1: Crestan Nego City welcome to the space my brother you may pose your question
3: uh good evening folks and good evening to uh Mr. Victor Gomste. Uh it's an honor to speak to him. Uh how are you Mr Gomb?
2: I'm well
3: think. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. Uh firstly, we just want to appreciate your work uh that you're doing uh in South African football and in Africa as well. You are representing us very well and we are looking up to you and we are so proud uh, of your work. Uh my question is just only one. Yes, thank you. Uh, I just want to to, to to find out if uh during the officiating of a match and you have made let's say a wrong call. And then after that, you, when you arrived at home, you look at the call and then you said, um, I've done a, a wrong call. And have you ever regret such thing, like, let's say it's a during the match and then you made the wrong call and then the, the, the wrong call it caused to other team. And then when you arrive at home, you look at that. I was like, yo, I made a wrong call there. Have you ever been in that stage?
2: You know, I'm human and I do make mistakes. And I can tell you now, uh, after every day, I go home and I watch my video. And even before that, I'll get uh, a nice message from my wife to say, hey, you know. So uh, my wife's my big supporter. um Trust me, I always tell people I'm a father, I'm an uncle, I'm a brother, I'm a Malume. I don't like to, to get things wrong. Nobody, ooh, there's nobody who likes to go to work and make wrong things. Mm-hmm. And this brings me to the next point of VAR. VAR is the new way. It's the future. It's important. And this is why I think the message that I can leave here until we get fully, fully VAR in football around the world is the next time you watch a football match, don't just say, hey, the referee's robbing us. Or, hey, the referee this. Or, hey, the referee this. Look at the decision. To check where's the referee? Did the referee was the referee able to see? And if he wasn't able to see, it, then you just say, Hey, it's football. Because many times we rewind, we replay, we rewind, we replay, and we still don't have a decision. And I think that's the only thing I can say to people not to be defensive, but to say, Hey, I mean, sometimes you get a, a goalkeeper like Kunye, you stand outside the penalty area. Kunye releases that ball. One touch is already on the other side. And where's the referee? No way to be found. It's literally impossible to get there in time to see a decision. I mean, you see many times, even with VAR now, we see, is there contact, is there no contact, rewind, make me find the And you're like, wow. And when you're on the field, you've got a split second to see it. So, yeah, there is, um, yeah, does pain me when I get decisions wrong. And uh, it's part of football.
1: It is part of football indeed. Uh, you mentioned VAR and I think this is the right moment for you for me to bring this question. The, the introduction of VAR, we've seen it. It has helped football a lot and all over the world. We've watched the Serie A, we've watched the La Liga and, and, and the constant features that it makes it better. But there's something quite strange about the English VAR. What's happening there? Do you also share the same sentiments that it's different, or it's applied differently to everybody else's VAR, and it kind of paints a, a bleak image for the technology.
2: Okay, so uh, allow me, we have enough time, and uh, I will allow you more time if you need, uh, we can go into extra time, you know, this is always prepared for extra time, yeah, thank you very but much. I, 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 I think it's very important that we discuss this VAR issue properly, so that people can understand and when they watch the next game, they will, they will fully trust VAR. VAR is minimum interference with maximum benefit. That is the slogan of VAR. And VAR only works on four principles. Red card incidences, goals, uh, mistaken identity, uh, and now the last one, uh, it's been a long day. What is the last one? I'll come back to the last one when I it. So VAR only intervenes on these four instances. But VAR does not make any decision whatsoever on these four instances. All VAR does, for example, I will take you through an example. Uh, a penalty decision is awarded. When I'm in the field of play, I will literally be like this. I'm awarding a penalty for a trip by number seven on the by the number seven defender on the attacker. And then, for example, I'll say. Going for goal, I'm going to caution because it's stopping a promising attack. Now, what VAR does, he checks everything. While he's checking, he goes and he finds that trip. If he does not find that trip, he will say to me, Gomez, uh, you gave the decision for a trip. Uh, I recommend the on-field review because we don't see this trip. Then I open the screen and I run to the TV on the side of the field and I go and check and for example, if there's no trip, then I come back and say, okay, this is correct. There was no trip. It's, I made an error of judgment. Open the screen again, cancel the penalty, and restart with the drop ball. So, what people think is, VAR is calling and saying, hey, go ahead. And when rule, I am mean, change that decision. No, it does not look that. VAR is like our cameraman. They literally give us a second chance to see the image. Now, there are some facts there's some factual decision and some it's opinion. So, when I say factual, for example, whenever with a VR protocol, when, a, when a, uh, a player is going to score a goal, we must not stop that play. Because if we stop that play and we are incorrect, we cannot allow anything further because we stop play. So, if the player is offside and he's still going for the ball, we allow the play to continue. Once the ball is scored, the goal is scored. We then check the APP, attacking positional phase. Mm. We check was an offside, and then... Offside is offside. You can see it in your home, in my home, everybody knows what offside is. So there's no need for me to go to the screen and see that it's offside. He will then say, Dome, uh this goal must be disallowed because there was an offside in the APP. And then therefore we open the screen only once, and we raise our hand and we show that it's an offside. Mm. So that is the only time are give us a factual decision. Another thing, with a penalty incident, uh, if we give it outside and it's factually inside, I don't have to go and see the screen to say that it's inside. If this contact was made inside, I've got factual evidence, you must change the decision from a free kick to a penalty. So I hope that clarifies the two things.
1: It does, it does. And, and thank you very much for that. And our aim is to learn and our aim to, is to, you know, try and absorb as much as you, you can give us because you are the professional here. What we come with is, is, is an opinion and we might not necessarily have the information that you have. And we are truly grateful for you sharing this information with us. Now, there's, there's, there's some random questions that I'd like to ask you. Uh, you don't have to think about it. It's multiple choice questions. Just choose one and we we move forward. Uh, are you ready? Sure. Just five questions and then we, we move on. Are you ready? Sure. Yeah. All right. Portugal or Brazil? Portugal. Bayern or Dortmund?
2: None.
1: <laughs> Bayern or Dortmund? I,
2: I I'm going to lose this. I don't
1: know Just I don't know. <laughs> Alright. Quieto, I'm a piano. i piano. Alright. Uh, EBA or ABAB? Emma. All right, I'll 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 expand on that later on. Uh, Zidane or Ronaldinho? Ronaldinho.
2: I'm being biased. Though. Yeah, yeah you're, you're being biased. like. <laughs> <in the flag.
1: laughs> you know, so I, I try to make it a bit hard. Let let let's you know expand a bit on on ever. Um, personally, I'm not a fan, um, but I understand why it's done. Do you feel that there's still some confusion? Because we watched uh, the Gassi tournaments, we watched the Phillies games, and there was a bit of confusion when it was applied. Do you still think uh, that it's uh, it's something that can be brought back? Because, I mean, it was during experimental uh, phase with, with pro football, but now it seems to have dwindled. Sorry, I, must, I missed the question. What must be
2: brought back? I mean,
1: The EBA yeah, the, the, the system. So do you think, because uh, you, you are a fan of it, from from what I could gather, um, there was a okay, bit of so confusion. Sorry, that
2: one, that one I missed you. Hey, I'm part of I'm the movie show of the Week. I got to be talking about the band oh, EBA.
1: Oh, the band EBA. So I'll tell you about So EBA or ABAB. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so we can go back to the question and, and then you can give
2: me an answer. Well, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's really going to help. Do you think it's really going to help football? Because we've, we've
1: come so far. <laughs> I I I don't think it, it it's it's going to help. It's just like a cherry on top thing, or making that unnecessary decoration. But yeah, mm-hmm. a penalty is a penalty, whether you miss it or not. It, yeah, there'll always be advantage to it. I don't see the signs behind that thing.
2: Yeah, it's very difficult because um, you know I've actually just never been a fan of it, and even the golden goal, all these things, you know. When you can't win within the 90 minutes, it's just, it's, it's terrible, so yeah, but unfortunately they have to be a winner, so yeah, I'm not really a fan because, I don't know, I wish they would just finish with the 90 minutes, honestly, because when it goes to extra time and penalties, this means I have to run more also, you know, so it puts everybody under pressure.
0: <laughs> so, so if you mentioned
1: 14, kilo, 14 kilometres on average, if a game does go yeah. to extra time, um, what are we looking at?
2: Yeah, so remember the final went into extra time, that's why I did 14. So oh, okay. our average is about 11, 11, 12, and then I've done one game where it was 15 I did. So yeah, more or less that. Maybe it goes into extra time,
1: not 14, 15. Alright, and, and then the 15 that you clocked, was in the PS. Was it in the PSL or an international game?
2: No, this was, remember the 14 was the final, and then uh, the 15, I think it was, um, it was the cup final, which cup was it? A few years back. I think it was was it not the telcom? Yeah, it was a telcom a few years back. Yeah, it was quite high, yeah. It was a
1: telcom. All right, let's go back to the Afcon and talk about the AFCON. Um we, we have ten minutes to end the space. Uh you're more than welcome to request. I know a lot of people are used to us going top of the hour and then having the request, but uh we only have Mr Bones up until nine nine o'clock. So you're more than welcome to send your request through. The AFCON. Um we saw a lot of media, more especially from Europe, uh, media reports that were trying to paint the tournament in a bad light. Where was Didn't this dampen the mood in, you know, in, in like, where you are because you were right in the thick of things and you were trying to make things happen?
2: Um, there was no sense of that in the camp that we were. Uh, to be very, very honest with you. I've been in a few aircons already. Uh, I'm really... You know, knowing the conditions that we had, CAP went all the way out for us. Our director of refereeing at CAP, Mr. Eddie Maier, and you see Jerome part of the team there, the technical guys and our executive committee really made it fantastic. On our days off, I remember playing table tennis. I remember really having good time. It was, we worked hard, but we also played hard. And um, nothing, not even a, a single inch of that feeling that we experienced that honestly speaking and i'm being very truthful now it was really for me it's not because i did the final but i mean even the hotels I, <laughs> I remember we had a dance a dancing night and we were singing really it was they went out of their way for us so far from the wrestling perspective
1: really it, it's been the best one and from a reference pers- perspective a lot of people would speak about team chemistry when 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 they're speaking about teams but how important is team chemistry in in the officiating Part of football because I would assume you guys are probably the most important department in in a match. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just as important. I mean, uh, if you play
2: with if you appreciate matches with the same team all the time, you get to learn your body language. I mean, I often joke I, when I do our team talk, I, I say to the and it's is right. Excuse me, I say, you know my weak points, help me with my weak points, and uh, you know my strong points, and I know your weak points, and we help each other. And there, there are moments where, as say, they will just give me a silent word, and he knows exactly what I'm feeling, and he knows how to calm me down, or he knows how to, to get me moving faster, etc. So, teamwork is very important, you cannot appreciate the matter, Uh Some people praising me, but teamwork is very important. And... Uh, It's it's like any team. When they they do games together, a lot of times they start to jump. And we've been doing many games. You know, to get to this level, you don't wake up one morning and say, I want to go to an escort. It's long years of preparation. I think we've been working together at least now for the last eight years. So,
1: it's it's a journey. All right, Interesting. Uh, Mr. F, you... A lot of people feel that there's a certain South American player that you have there vendetta against are they imagining this or you know are you more like i mean you're a human being if, if somebody con- continuously disrespect you you're more inclined to you know have a bit of beef with so yeah the south american player i, I do you, do you have a problem okay let me throw let me i'm gonna answer your question but
2: i want to, to make it exciting i want to build up this, i want to build it up you know you know what's the funny thing you ask me about Bayern Munich and uh Borussia Dortmund yeah I have no allegiance to any team mm. but, but let that. me tell you that I know many media people have allegiances to teams. team yes. so when their team loses or when their favorite player is sanctioned by me hey now Gomez is a problem you understand mm. and that's why I always say that media also have a responsibility it's just like mm. the ball boys It's just like the paramedics. We all have a neutral responsibility for football. Mm. And you can't be wearing a Team A shirt and be commentating. Respectfully, I've heard this. Uh, When Team A's goalkeeper said, oh, what a brilliant save. But when Team B said, oh, the goalkeeper was lucky. (laughs) You get my point. I
1: get you, I get you.
2: Yeah, so, now let's go back to, to the question. Uh, have has you ever found that my decisions on this particular person have been incorrect? Let me say incorrect, because on the time that I've given perhaps the red card, it's been a serious foul play, for example, and the red card is justified. Or after making a decision, if he flips a finger at me, I should allow him on the field? No. So, it comes back to that thing of how are we looking at Because I remember even his particular coach, the coach you referred to earlier, he said to me the one time, I'll never forget, in, in Durban. I sent him off in, I think it was the 50th minute, in the semi-final, if I'm not mistaken, I sent him off for a, a straight leg challenge, and the coach said to me when I was walking off, he said, Dom, I've got no problem. If the players want to behave like this, send them off. And then this is what people who watch TV don't get to see. And they don't get to understand. And then it's like, I go put petrol in my car and I go, you're robbing my team, eh? You're robbing my player or whatever, you know? <laughs> so what that's, I, that's I,
1: get, I get that, yeah. I get
2: that. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's what the perception It's just a perception. That's all of it. Mm-hmm. I told you, I'm I'm blessed to, to, to officiate with all these top players. And I respect all of
1: them. Right. I think that answers the question. We. We don't have to dwell much into that. I see we have a request. I'm going to add you as a speaker, Lou. But yeah, before before we have Lou, let me just ask you a question. Um, because a lot of people ask, especially young people, now that they've seen that refereeing is a viable option. Being a FIFA accredited ref, uh, what are the processes? Is there some form you need to fill in? Uh, do, do they headhunt you? What's the process?
2: Uh, let's go back to business. You come, go to a company and be the CEO. Yet. So you walk in the elevator and you know you want to be the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> you must start in your local football association. So wherever you stay, uh, you go to your local football association and you sign up as a referee. Let me give you a little history of refereeing. You use the seven levels that you can achieve. And the seven being an international referee at highest level. I think now to referee in the PSL, you need to have a level five at least. Yeah. So what happens is you start out with the first one, two, I think one and two and three, it's like literally elementary exams that you do at level and it cannot be done successively like you do your level one today and tomorrow you do your level two. times you have to do some games between and also you have to do a lot of fitness tests. Um, we do at least minimum four. Most um, referees in the country do four fitness tests and then the international guys do more because every time we go for a tournament, or every time we go for a seminar, we have to do more fitness tests. I remember one year I ran like eight fitness tests in one year. So, yeah, there's a process of you have to start from the bottom. And then what people don't know is that every game has what, in in, in the PSL every game has a match commissioner. And that match commissioner writes a report on our performance. So we will do a game, and then after the game, he submits the report to the league. Um, He says, okay, he gives us a breakdown and we score. And that's how also they they choose the referee of the season. Also, they use the, one of the, the factors that help them choose. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that that, uh, that report goes to a review committee. Uh, I know that before people were talking about the review committee, but what happens is you have a match on a Wednesday night, and I think, for example, by Friday, the review committee sits, and if there's some serious... Um, some serious abnormalities in your decision. They go through the video, they watch the game and they discuss it and they then recommend to the technical committee and then they see the match changing decision and then that's where the sanctions come in, etc. Then you also have, okay, let's give him some more training with a certain instructor and we try and vote. So there are people think, ah, oh, refugees make mistakes, nothing happens, teams lose us now. We are also, um, It does not help that we, every time a referee gets a decision wrong, that we suspend the referee or whatever. And I'm glad that FAFSA has adopted this approach. Um, It's more of a trying to improve, and we are trying to improve all the time. Because ultimately, it's like a job. If you make one mistake and you get fired, who's going to do the job eventually? You're going to have no part. Mm. So it's a a big learning process. And I encourage people who enjoy football and are terrible football players like ours, to come and join and the younger you are, the better. Um, because you have a good chance of going to World Cup, possibly. I'll, I'll be so bold to say that you, you've possibly got a better chance of going to World Cup as a referee than a player, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's it's highly possible. Lou, uh, let me give you an opportunity and not hog Mr. Gomes' attention.
3: Uh, evening, everyone. Uh, hope you're all good. I just wanted to ask Mr. Gomes about the issue of time wasting in the league and stoppages because you know, when I watch I have an attention deficiency and with so many stoppages man I end up even forgetting I'm watching a football match you know and when I was doing my course I remember we had a DTC official he told us that Tottenham once rejected an invitation from Pirates for a friendly match because the year before Only 60 minutes of the game were played and the other 30 were just stoppages and stuff. So I was wondering if you guys do anything like letting go some challenges, you know, handballs or being and just to let the flow of the game carry on.
1: All right, Mr. Gomes, I'm not sure if you got that. uh, Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Sorry, I didn't
2: get the name. So, good evening. Uh, This is a very excellent excellent question that you raised. And it is a serious problem in our football. If you watch my games, I'm one of the referees who started. Um, I always talk to the goalkeepers before the game. And again, someone went and said, Yeah, I remember one one goalkeeper saying, Yeah, the referee targeted us because he told us before the game and he'll get a yellow card, this will start. No. These are instructions given to us. We have what we have we have the laws of the game, which is a, a book which we all studied from and we apply those laws of the game. And then we also have some guidelines that are given to us from our superiors. So our superiors have told us, for example, if in the, from the 75th minute, if a goalkeeper goes down without contact and he's winning, we must caution that goalkeeper because it's clear time-wasting tactic. And time-wasting is a serious problem in our football, not only in our football, but I've seen in general on the continent, it's, it's a serious time-wasting thing. So we, referees, are fighting this now, and I think we are starting to get it uh, under control. We've been fighting it in our country as well. We are pushing, um, this, this is, we, we've seen this, this trend of time-wasting. And it's sad, I've also heard of the statistics, I, I think, it, I didn't hear the time, but I think it's as low as 60 minutes only been played in the 90-minute match. So it is very little. And yeah, we are, we are trying our best. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I'd like to just expand on the question and say sometimes we also need players to start taking responsibility, coaches to start taking responsibility, where are we saying, hey, my team didn't play well today and we deserve to lose, it's our fault, not blame that team and start saying, okay, you know what, our team was wasting time today, this is against the, the spirit of football, so yes, time wasting is a serious problem and we need to work together, we referees can only do so much ultimately when we stop sending everybody off people will say ah this definitely wants to be the center of attention or
1: whatever show it is uh, all he's doing is trying to enforce the laws of the game mm-hmm. all right uh, Lou. i hope you answered uh, drinks i see you've requested i've accepted i'm going to give you an opportunity to jump in you seem to be having a bit of a problem with your network with that said let me ask you this question mr gomes and say look you're you're human we we understand you make mistakes yes we understand um do you ever find yourself starstruck in in a sense that you feel like low-key you want to ask a player for a jersey
2: um, i'm, I'm gonna answer your question but i want to make a very strong statement i'm a business owner and when my staff stop costing me money i'm not going to be happy and i think if you ask any business owner or any director or any ceo he will give you the same answer uh, let us remember that football is a business. We need to ensure that we provide a service as refereeing to football community. That the players and the the, the directors of the teams, that they are business owners, they own a team, they're in their business, there's money involved, and we need to respect them. So it's no use hiding behind the thing of, I'm human, I made a mistake. No, that's not good enough. We need to always aspire to be better, and we need to respect. Uh, one of my colleagues always said, Let us give back to football what football has given to us. And for many who only earn football money, they feed their families, they pay school fees with that money, so we should respect football. Uh, You can see I'm making a very strong statement now. So we must respect football and we must respect the job and the hand. But being starstruck, I also want to say that it is something that, I don't know, it comes back to that stupidness or stubbornness, but I've never done that. Till now, I will say I will never do it. I read one article in England that said after the F-call, I was taking selfies with this and with that. Yeah. I, have ne- I have never done that and I will never do that because what respect have I got for myself if I do that? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they can be asking me to take a selfie and take my shirt. There is, there is actually players who have asked me for my jersey and when I end my career, I know I've got a list
1: that I have to give my jersey. <laughs> All right, this is very interesting. Uh, I'd like to find out five of those players, but I'll ask at a later stage when you do hand them out. Trix, you, you may ask your question, my brother.
0: Good evening, Cox. Uh, good evening, uh, Victor and everyone in the space. Uh, I want to ask about the brown envelope. There's a term brown envelope we use in uh, 40 Twitter. So I want to ask uh, Mr. Gomes as to whether... In his career, has he ever encountered a situation where a team or an official comes and says, "Here's a brown envelope. Uh, This is the decision that you must help us with."
2: Yeah, now you—you know—I was starting to enjoy this discussion, and now you came with a very difficult question. (laughs) But uh, let let me take you back. uh, It—I think it was two years ago, three years ago—I reported to Kev. Uh, somebody tried to to do this. Uh, I'll say to spoil football and um, to try and, and determine change the outcome of a game. And uh, I did report it to cat and it was investigated. It was well documented in the media. Um, it, it has happened, and you know we are now fighting it as referees. We have a duty. We have a duty to uphold the name of football and to ensure that all the football lovers watch a game that is neutral and. Without knowing the, the outcome of the match, no one should know the outcome of the match. So as referees, we are custodians of the laws of the game. And we need to enforce them and we have a duty. I think uh, we need to see these things and, and report them. So um, it has happened and we are fighting. FIFA are fighting, CAF are fighting, SAFA also fighting. SAFA, um, we need to call on uh, all our courses. We have an um, integrity officer that comes and talks to us and educates. Us uh, about all these things, so yeah, it is something that exists. And It's not only in football; it's uh, something that exists in society. So we need to uh, to, to work
1: together and stamp this out of uh, football. Right. Um, I hope I hope you answered, tricks and let me let me just end it on a, on a lighter note because I know you brought something that's uh, very serious and it's something we we need to root out of football. Mister Gomes, um, do you realize you're now bigger than? the biggest star in, in Africa that is Mosala and I'll say the biggest star in the world to realize that you are now bigger than him can you explain that no. incident
2: no, no. Uh, you know I, I, I have agree with everything you said this whole night but now eh? <laughs> yes, no, you're out of order please can I bring you back to order I don't recognize you in this house alright I, I,
1: I shall I receive <laughs>
2: Can
1: you please withdraw that statement, please? I, I will <laughs> withdraw it once once, once you, you, you give us what happened with regard to, to Mo Salah and that whole... No,
2: the I will never be at any level of uh, these players. Uh, all I do, I'm just a, a young boy who started with a very strong passion for football and for referee and uh, aspired to get to the top and, uh, with the help of... Uh, the big men upstairs, and with my family, my wife, and and my support structure that I have, I've I've managed to get this far, and I can't take the foot off the pedal now. There's still a little bit more work to be done. There's a target to be met, but again, brings me back to it's my privilege and honour to 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 officiate with these big stars. I mean, these are top players. I've said previously that football has evolved in about 10 years, and these players are earning uh, very high sums of money, and um, they need to be respected. Um, and this is what the show's all about it's about the players and not about the referee Yes, the referee plays an important part mm. but the show's about them and you know what um, what happened that day it was just it was something that Gomes people who know Gomez, would just let his personality and that's something that I did and I've said before that I chose to manage a top star player uh, in a way that I thought would, would be effective and respectful mm. and um, I think I achieved that and I, yes, I do know that it went viral and, and not all of that. And I think it has the objectives. I know that there are some pundits, I, like to, I always like to add this little point on top, there's some pundits who say, no, never, never do what Gomer did. No, this is the wrong thinking. Uh, the, I encourage any referee or any person in their job, whatever you do, if it's going to save the moment, do it. There's no right and wrong. If you feel that that's what's going to save the moment and it can save the moment, then do it. But if it's going to give you trouble and not save the moment, then clearly don't do it. But uh, I'll let you be the judge, and I'll let the listeners be the judge. I think I'm gonna is the player. Like I said previously, uh, you, 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 go, you don't get to hear what gets said on the field, mm. and it wasn't the first time. So I mean, what does a teacher do when a when a student is being naughty? She finds the best way to discipline them or to control the situation, mm. and, and that's what I
1: did. And it neutralized it neutralized him in a sense that because you could see. Before that, he was constantly on your case, and unfairly so at that. So, from a, from a fan's point of view, it, it it worked, and and kudos to that.
2: And, and, and sorry, uh, forgive me. I, I read one article that said, uh, "Yeah, Gomez was trying to be the star of the show by 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 getting his name over Salah," and it was nothing of that. I've done that before. I've done it in three Champions League games before. It it was the It was just the heat of the moment, it's what came to me, it was what I thought would save the moment. And you know what? No one's talking about the bad final. Nobody's talking about the bad final from a wrestling perspective. So why do we always have to look for negative things? We should be saying, hey, this is the African Cup of Nations. The referees as well, the players as well, the tournament was a success. This is what we should be boasting. Mm. Now we're looking for nyana and nyana skeletons in the closet.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how it is. That's how human beings are. Uh, before I close the space, Mr. Jetto, it would be unfair of me to shut the space without giving you an opportunity. You may pose your question.
4: Good evening, Cox. And uh, good evening, Mr. Gomez. How are you?
2: I'm very well, thanks, Mr. get Are you well?
4: I'm good, I'm good. You know, I think it would be a remiss of me uh, being in the space not to just uh, congratulate you on not just the AFCON performance. I know the AFCON performance has been something in the spotlight and uh, definitely you did well. Uh, but over the years, uh, uh, you th- we don't get the opportunity because football being so emotional and when the result goes against you as, uh, as, as officials, you don't really tend to congratulate the, the other team on the field. Uh, probably one of the as much as we have two teams, I always say we have three teams on the field. And uh, just to, to to well, I don't have any question for you, but just to to congratulate you on the work over the years that you've been doing and you continue to do. I think uh, as a nation we must be proud of you and give you all the kudos. And like you say, uh, whilst you whilst a lot of people see the character of Gomez, they don't get to see what we see. The other side of you, and it's not—it's not just a, a, a taskmaster that a taskmaster that they see on, on television. So, from from my side, just uh, congratulations, Victor, and all the best for the future. I see Max is also in here, so as well to Max and all the other referees within the South African referee fraternity. We just wish you guys all the best. Yeah,
2: thanks very much. I really appreciate your message, and uh, you know, I have utmost respect for you. It's always nice coming down to do a game there. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, you know, all like all like, I've always told you, whether win or lose, we come give you a fair game. We try our best. And we try to minimise our errors so that everybody can be happy. So yeah, thank you very much.
1: All right. Thank you, Mr. Jetu. Uh, always a pleasure having you here. I was going to shut the space, but... I, it would be great injustice for me not to give this gentleman a chance to say his piece. I'm not gonna say who it is, you will tell me who it is. And yeah, my brother, you can go ahead.
0: Uh, thank you, thank you, Cox. Uh, MSP,
2: hey, Malume, man. what is the problem
0: man? How much you man. man?
2: Uh, this is the next. Top assistant, we have in our country. How is Max? Are you
0: well, brother? I am good, Malume. Man, I missed you. When are we? When are we seeing you back on TV, Malume?
2: Yeah, I need you to polish my boots before the game, man. When are we gonna
0: do a game together? Malume right? is chowing up on money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Malume is still everything. <laughs> <all day. laughs> no, 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 Malume. I just wanted to ask you when i see are uh, we seeing you back on TV, Malume? We missed you, hey. Eh? Yes.
2: If I play your T V Library, like then you'll see me, Baba. Play your
3: T V Okay, thank you, Maloupe. <laughs> thank you, Gog. <laughs> thank
2: you, thank you, Max. Uh thank you, Quinny. Oh. Thank you,
1: Max. Uh, thank you everybody else for joining this space. I think this is an opportune time to start it on a on a more jovial mood. And Mr Gomes, do you have any parting shots? No
2: guys, all I wanna say, um, from a personal note, um, I thank you now that I've had the support from the country, I've had support from, from everybody, from SAFA, from the administration, from everything. Um, but I want everybody to remember that my job is still not done. I have a target and I still have my country to represent, and I need to work a little bit harder. So, you know, just now, next time you watch a football match, just look at it from a different perspective. Take a few seconds, think about what you're going to say about the referee. And you know what? We are all in this together.
1: Alrighty, Uh with that said, Mr. Gomes, you you give us gray hair, you, we get frustrated. You, you you know you you make decisions. Uh, you make decisions that we don't like, but most importantly, you make decisions. And which is what it is that we appreciate about you. We can never when you are in charge of the match, we never question ourselves. We never question whether that is the right decision or not. Yes, it's a decision that we might not agree with, but we never question the decision on its own and for that it speaks volumes and i'd like to acknowledge your great work and say look you are doing great in a country where we have Bafana final representing us we can equally say we have victor gomes who goes to an afcon final and takes charge of it and yes he's, he's being helped by Bo Zakele, but we just wanted to acknowledge you at this present moment yes we will give zakhele his flowers uh, but we. We feel that it's an opportune moment to give you your flowers at this present moment. Look, you're the bearer of the country. And when it comes to football, I can confidently say that without any fear, without any shame. And I say thank you for being as great as you are. Thank you for taking your time and, and, and delving into a field that not most young people would want to delve into. And being one of the pioneers in the field. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank
2: you to your listeners. And I really it's my honor to be on your show. Thank you very much.
1: Right. With that said, remember to treat the people that you love right. And I love you guys all. Have a great evening. Cheers, cheers. Cheers.
4: She danced, and I just couldn't get it. So I refused to call her mother. I called her lady, and she accepted that. I learned that love heals. Not sentimentality, but love.
2: There's no way There's I can it back, but the plan
0: is to show you better. that I hope.
4: Mm who maybe needed someone Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you.